Yo, Impy Keaton, back at it again with another episode. A few things I want to talk about. Firstly, I just got a ticket to see the Decemberists in May, and I'm really excited about that because I saw them last year, and it was one of the best shows I've ever experienced. I'm really happy about that, and they have a new album coming out, which is just fantastic. Next, I watched Black Swan last night. Holy shit. Such a good movie. Natalie Portman is a phenomenal actress, and Darren Aronofsky is climbing up the ladder to be one of my faves right now. I There's just something about the way his movies work that make me want to stop living in a really good way. Um, By that, I mean I don't really need anything else past that, like the kind of movie that just says everything it needs to. But yeah, the movie made me want to write last night. It made me feel compelled to write fiction, and I haven't felt that in a really long time, so I'm thankful for art like that. Yeah, I'm thankful for a lot of things right now. I'm trying to start a hip-hop club at my uh, school, and I, I just got enough people to start it up, so I'm I'm pretty eager for that. Um, We're going to talk about albums and lyrics and do debates and just... I kind of want to discuss the history of it and how much it impacts our society today just because hip-hop's the number one genre right now, undoubtedly. And yeah, I'm I'm really excited that other people are interested in doing that. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for my guest today, Sam Jendel. This dude is the shit. Our story, I used to work on my newspaper in high school and my first interview ever I emailed this dude, Sam, back when he went by the name Inga, because he's a a jazz musician. And I interviewed him via email for the newspaper, and it was, like, the coolest experience for me. It was the first time I'd ever gotten to, like, technically interview someone. And it was just really exciting, and he was thoughtful, and he he made me want to keep doing pretty much what I am doing now. So, yeah, that was about three years ago, and we caught up. And things have changed, and this dude's great. We had a really good talk, and he really wanted to emphasize um, that he didn't want me to edit, so I didn't. The only thing I edited is the first, like, eight or nine minutes, um, my dog, Lily, pulled my microphone out of my computer, and so it just made this annoying buzzing noise. And nobody wants to hear that, so I cut that out. But besides the first eight minutes, I did not edit a single thing, whether that be a blessing or a curse. So yeah, I hope you enjoy, and I hope everyone's killing it in the real world. Here's my conversation with Sam Jendel. Yep. 
do you care what the void thinks? No, the void is just the void. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Because <laughs> there's it like the void of fan cam. It's, it's perfectly designed. I think people care not based on... I think people caring about things is usually based on some kind of human mind quality that is, is just part of who we are. But mm. you can choose to detach yourself from that. Because really, the universe doesn't care about you. Nope. You're just a part of it. It's a beautiful thing. Even that, like... I'm just a part of, part of it all. You're only a part of it because you say you're a part of it, too. Like, you could... Exactly. You could See, just not even... <laughs> this, this conversation, I mean, what even is this? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care, but I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm just... I'm not one of those types who... who, who I'm not a nihilist, you know, where I, I, I think... I wake up one day and I think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> So, so why? Who cares? Why? What does it matter what I say, think, do, feel? Well, I guess there's some element of truth to that, but I'm kind of enjoying the video game myself. It's, it's fun. I mean, I balance that, like the nihilism, with like, but there's a reason that I don't feel that way. Like, there's a reason that I do wake up. I don't know what that is. Like I really like movies and I really like music and I like video games and like dogs make me super happy and Christmas makes me really happy. So like why why take that away just because I can also be conscious of the fact that it could all be for nothing. It's just exactly. easier. it's easier to not. Life wants for some reason it, it it seems that life wants to live. Even even an ant crushed you know, by the weight of something, keeps going. It, it keeps going. It just keeps running. It's interesting. It's, it's very interesting to me. I'm like, I think, why? <laughs> this thing could just not exist. It'd be so much easier, right? <laughs> so much energy floating around. And it's, what is it all for? Well, that's the beauty of it, is that none of us knows, but we all are doing it. So it's, it's, it's kind of funny. I honestly, it's a great I'm mainly alive to question living if that makes sense. So, like, I've pretty much made peace with, like, like I, like I said, any sort of media or stuff that I'm doing, it's usually just, like, distraction. But, like, it's not it's not a negative thing. Like, I'm okay with it being a distraction from the times where I do just hunker down and think, why am I actually doing this? What is actually going on? But I've never felt really negative. I guess, like, the first time I ever discovered how insignificant I was like then I was kind of a little bummed out but from then on out I've always found it as more of like a really good thing like I've always found it to be a positive rather than a negative because it's just warrants you a lot of freedom when you realize how little what you do matters yeah it's true I feel I still get caught in, caught in. I catch myself I, it's a constant battle every day remembering that it, remembering that for me I think that's part of the life. I get down all the time in, in a real way. You know, I get caught up in it. But then eventually I find my way out and uh, back to what we're talking about. And, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I get distracted all the time. But now 
my approach is whatever I'm getting distracted by, I've just decided that that's probably the thing I should be focused on anyway. So I just forget what I'm I don't, you know, I just think, okay, this thing is distracting me. This is obviously what I'm more interested in at the moment. <laughs> so I'm just going to pay attention to this until that fades. And it, 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 it somehow works out. There's some things you, you obviously have to handle in life if you want to be part of this society. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the, the free, disposable income of my mind right. that is allowed to just, whatever it goes to, I just kind of let it. I don't necessarily fight it as much anymore. Like, okay, I'm interested in this thing. That's weird. Well, what is it about this? And I try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it leads me to, to just to nothing, to a dead end. It doesn't matter. I mean, you can say that about Pick anything. You can lead anything to nothing, and it's really, it's kind of fun. I actually well, just, I just wrote an essay. Um, I had to describe. Um, what real nothingness is, and then what our like our human definition of nothing is, because Sartre basically said that nothing, like our nothing, is only existent because of like real human nothingness. So we had to create being, and then our definition of nothing is just another being. Like you can't you can't actually picture nothing. See, so I, nothing is something. Exactly. But it's only something because there is like a real nothing that we can't actually label, even though I'm trying to label it now. But yeah, I had to try to explain that and it wasn't it wasn't the easiest. I basically broke it down into like four parts where like there's nothing A and nothing B and nothing A is like real nothingness. Like untouched by human like actual void of everything nothingness what like that thing deep down inside of us we're like uh why am i alive it's like there's that and that's step one and then step two is a human being there and then you you cast nothing a onto the human so so the human has that nothingness inside of them and then you place some objects in front of the human and so the human's like oh why am i here what is what is going on i have to do something with these things and so he just starts naming those things, right? And then, so after he's named them, he's like, okay, nothing A is kind of ignored right now. I have a purpose because I'm like naming these things. That's a thing that I can hold on to. I can attach whatever to that. And then you take the things away from the person. And so then the person is like, oh, hold on, wait a second. So this is also new because they haven't been alone without things after naming things. So then that's when they say, oh, this must be what nothing is. It's when you don't have things in front of you. But that's not real nothing. That's nothing B. I don't know if that makes any sense. but Man, I usually <laughs> just try and wake up in the morning and <laughs> you know, eat up the water. And... <laughs> I'm trying to make sense to me, but even we're still in our minds here. We're still thinking about it. But, but it's interesting. I, I I like that stuff. Yeah, it's cool. I like for a loop, you know, throwing a little wrench in it. That's good. That's fun. And then like interesting. this morning, I was wrapping Christmas gifts for like two hours, and I was just super super pissed off. So like I can still like waste my time. That's <laughs> what we're talking about. Isn't that funny how the human being just goes and goes and goes? 
one morning, one moment it's like this, and then the next minute we're we're, we're cast off into the nether regions of, right. of who knows what the you know what, and it's cool. I can simultaneously be aware that like nothing that happens to me today will ever matter, and then spend two hours like cursing at paper in boxes by myself. Exactly. This is what you're thinking about while you're doing that. <laughs> now that is, that's what it's all about right there. I love that. And then even when I know it, like even while I was rapping, I'm like, this is so childish of me. Like I'm just putting tape and paper together, but I'm so angry. And I still just couldn't, couldn't stop being mad. And it's for a good thing. Like I'm doing it to give to other people so they can open it and be happy. But I'm just... Yep, it's like there's something about it, right? That's that's a little odd. That, and I mean, obviously, there's a reason that you're you're feeling that in that act. So something's going on that's unusual. All right, back to uh, the tangible world. I don't even know like where you're from or anything. I'm from California. You from Central. you from Cali? Yeah. You obviously uh, like it then. Region, I love it. Yeah, I mean I'm from here, so it's, <laughs> it's nice. I've been all over the world a bunch, and I still enjoy coming home. What's your What's I've the best in, place you've I've been to? I've lived in Los Angeles though for a long time now, probably going like twelve years. Wow. This is pretty much home now, and it's nice. And so you just head out to tour? I have a world here. That sounds good. I I kind of, I I travel a lot, but I, Mm -hmm. for work, for playing music uh, in different configurations with different people, and and then I come home, and I'm home, and that's my life. And you're good with it? Sometimes I'm trying to be home more. Actually, I used to be itching to leave, and then I realized that I like being home more. <laughs> but it took me and, and fleeing myself halfway across the world to realize that. <laughs> and I do still enjoy going out, but it more and more I'm uh, just my understanding of myself and my and my intention with this time on earth is coming into focus as time moves forward and in this moment I'm realizing that I like being stationary and doing my doing the work that I am here to do from one place more or less at least one within one locale you know I, I bounce around this city every day all day doing mm-hmm. work but it's great that I get to come home every night and I you know I get to do it's just nice and it's, it's familiar here and I I like that but it's a big place with a with big things happening so it's it's not like being a, a big fish in a little pond it's the opposite so it's fun hmm that sounds really nice better where I'm at so I'm here in LA enjoying Every moment, more or less.
do you think you're going to stay like this? Like, could you potentially just chill out there forever and be okay with that? I can't really say. I don't, I definitely don't have any plans of, of jetting anytime <laughs> soon, but also I'm not closed off from where life's going to lead me. But I, I don't, it, it wouldn't, it's not, um, it's not something where I would just leave at the drop of a hat and mm-hmm. just go wherever. I'm not floating around. I definitely have some strong roots here now that are feeding something that I'm working towards. So I'm trying to cultivate that and, and watch it grow instead of just yank out the plant before it has a chance to see the light of day. That's a good analogy. Trying to slow it down more. I used to be erratic. Really? And I still have some of those qualities, but I'm trying to use them for use them for good or just be a little bit more calculated mm-hmm. in my moves. So it's kind of a story. What is your end game that you're talking about? What is the goal? pick the goals <laughs> no, I don't know if there's a goal I think I'm already doing what I want to do it's just hopefully I can do it with more frequency and a bigger payday right yeah that's what we all want that's it so that's it gotta make that money uh, you do ain't gonna lie you do so trying to up the payday you know, dial up the frequency of, of of projects, more interesting projects. Keep meeting people who I who I respect, and that's the best is meeting be, people. Be involved, be involved with what's going on. There's something going on. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm trying to be involved with it, <laughs> like I am. And I feel like it's really through playing saxophone, which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> Because I never envisioned that, but somehow that is the thing that I'm that I do. So that's what I'm doing. That's you. That's what you were put Playing. on this earth for. Play the sax. That's what I'm here to do. But in a new way, I'm playing, trying to take it into a place where it's never been before. So we'll see. What is the biggest um, like amount of people you would want to play to? Like, would you would you find your potential to be like to a mass well, audience? I, I have played for I've played for literally zero people and had a great time doing it, <laughs> and played in front of fifty thousand people and had a a great time doing that and everything in between. So it's it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's that's the same thing <laughs> actually. One's a little bit louder, <laughs> but kind of the, at this point for me, it's kind of the same thing because I'm on a. I, I feel like I'm just on a crazy trip right now, and I'm I'm just along for the ride, man. I don't know, so I just play, and I'm 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 serving the music always, so I'm just playing, man, having a good time. That sounds really great. 
It's cool. It's cool. I mean, that's my dream. Is right. That's the goal right there. Is to. It's, if I'm waking up every day and I just get to just play, <laughs> play, just play, mm-hmm. and there's there's uh, food on the table and a roof over my head, well then I have cracked the code <laughs> that I've been trying to crack. True. And if I am able to do that, that is the dream. I think my goal is to just not have a goal. In a way. That's how I- that sounds like a carrot on a stick. <laughs> the goal is to not have a goal. <laughs> when will you ever arrive? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just <laughs> one day I just want to be like, yeah, I'm good here. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, that's good. I think that's where it's at. I think, I think more of that in the world would, would be pretty healthy. We're just never content. Nobody's ever content. Ever. No, never. people. We're never content with the people who have everything. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who we have everything here, and we're and and then we're all we're all depressed. And the most miserable. Satisfied. It's 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 so so crazy to me. I would never ever want to be like filthy rich, ever. It just seems like <clears throat> not a good time. What if you were not? What if I was what? Anonymous. You you have money and no one knows. Um, I still feel like I would. Probably not. I mean, it would change. It would it would definitely change. I mean, it depends on how I got the money because there are tons of anonymously anonymously extremely wealthy people, and that's kind of like who I see being the most miserable. It's just like dudes at Pottery Barn who are obviously just like pouring out money and they just look like angry and like they just get mad so i don't know i mean if people well, if people knew well, i had money that, yeah there's any studies where they say there is a certain amount of money a certain level of comfort in a certain in a whatever society you're living in mm. that where there is a there are increasing um benefits to money until a point where after that point it, you start to see diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you know. So in the so with that, if if, if that is how if that's true, then what you're saying makes sense. You know that you wouldn't want to have a certain amount because it, it would be over that threshold, and you would you would actually start to be it would actually start to create more problems for you. Right. Like I think the closest I've been to that is like if I'm having a really really good meal at like a buffet or something and there's just so much good food and I just can't wait and I just eat the food and it's amazing and then I get full but the the good food is still like abundant so I'm like I need to keep eating and so I, I just keep eating and then I'm just really upset because I'm like well no I'm I not I hate buffets it's <laughs> <laughs> the worst concept it's, it's, it, 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 I know it's crazy it's just dirt cheap too. It's like ten dollars to eat into death if you want. Like, it's ridiculous. Man, yeah. But that's how I feel money would be. Is I just like when once I don't know what to do with it anymore. Like, I mean, I'd like to think that I'd give. Like, I really would like to think that I would do a lot of donating. And so I think that would take definitely take some of it off. But 
in general when you're just like exceedingly wealthy. Like I just saw this rapper, Lil Yachty, on a video yesterday where he was like bragging about his fifth Maybach car. I'm like, what? Like, why? Just I cannot. You know I have five. You, everyone knows it. <laughs> you have to have five. Now I have five. Like what? Okay, good job. Thank you for not only doing that. Thank you for not only spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for you, but then showing it. Thank you for showing it to me. <laughs> that, that you can't, you can't put twenty miles. Like, like you get the first one right, cool. Then the second <laughs> you need the brother or sister, right? So you have to get the second one right. But then you know you start to run into problems because <laughs> they start to get jealous of each other. So you, you introduce a third, right? But that creates its own menage a trois issue. Right? So you have to purchase the fourth. Now the fourth seems to balance it out, but then you realize, ah, you might be putting a little bit miles on each of them. So you get the fifth just to kind of offset some of the, some of those miles you're putting, you're racking up on. Right. Them. So you got five. It's five is really the magic number with the Maybach. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely he's say pretty, so. I, I got to give the guy credit. <laughs> he's really thinking. <laughs> he's so bad at what he does too. You know, he's interesting to me. I, 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 there's a, I go back and forth between thinking he's just the worst, but also but then thinking that he might be kind of some, some sort of a savant. I do, I think he's tapped into something that, that is quite empirical about that world mm-hmm. of music that I actually appreciate. And I, I'm not going to lie, it's actually fired me. <laughs> in a in a way, not just him, but it, but but definitely he's part of that. Uh, there's something so stupid <laughs> that you know, seemingly stupid, right? To to the to the, if you don't pay attention to it, and you hear it, especially if you're a musician, you think, "Wow, that is that's like a nursery rhyme." But that is there's something about that that I that I dig. There's something empirical about it where you you're Mm-hmm. It. That 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 the smallest formula that gives you that thing is I'm actually obsessed with that, and and I'm trying to create that musically myself, but but with more, just with a different set of parameters and different. So you're gonna put out a rap album? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking broader than this, just in terms of pure music. Because right. I don't deal in genres. I'm just talking about like mm-hmm. the, the formula of what makes music, which is rhythm, melody, harmony, right? So you're breaking these elements down to their to their most basic combination that creates the thing that we recognize. And if you create the best version of that, to me, that's the deepest thing that you can do. Right. If it's it, like, there's just something in songs that like you, it either hits you or it doesn't and like certain songs just have that yeah. they just have that like feel yeah. I mean the, the, and so that dude somehow he's got a lot of that he somehow is able to do that I, I mean not necessarily for me but like for sure like seeing him rise like yeah it absolutely has like I would say changed music like for sure or just like that whole wave of Lil Blanks where it's just like overnight people just become like spokesperson for like 
It's just crazy. Very strange. That is going into more a sinister realm, in my opinion, Wokes, yeah. where we're getting instead of corporate uh, money control mechanisms that that where they find these guys. And yeah. They, they oh, yeah. Now that that's a whole other. Thing. I definitely talking. believe in industry plants for sure. Well, there's something going on. Yeah, you know, it's just a little, a little phony when, when someone all of a sudden overnight is just enormous. That's fine. I don't mind it. I just you know right. eventually some of, most of them are gonna are. It's sad because they're gonna they're being used. Yeah, absolutely. And manipulated and and used and and it's it's not good. It's it's that's totally toxic and and. And no one wants to really talk about that that much, but um, it's kind of sad. But then there's other ones who who actually have something to say, and they and they kind of like <laughs> they they get it a chance, and then they come up and walk with the system, and I'm I'm all for it. Right. You know, they they can't, and then they can't. They and the guy's sitting behind the desk, and they all know what have we done, and it's too late. <laughs> the guy's injected himself, and he's and he's got and he's there, and he has staying power, and that's interesting. Sure. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, those guys are so. I mean, those dudes are so prolific. They're dropping like three albums a year. Right. <laughs> I love that. That's like jazz to me. Are you familiar jazz, with? In the 1960s, they're cutting. They'll be cutting record after record. Two days. Boom. Done. Right. Record. Out the door. Boom, there you go. And you know, it's cool. No one's. Everyone's like, okay, we need to make the record. Right. It's gonna. Take us five years. We're gonna right because you need it to be like the magnum opus. Like every one needs to be the best one, and it has to. Every song has to be like on on lists years after you've died. And then there's people like that who are just like, yeah, I'm just gonna put this out now because I like it. <laughs> I mean, so everyone you get someone like that. I mean, that's like what Voodoo is or something. Is a record, you know that that mm-hmm. took that was painful. It, it kind of had to because they you listen to it and it. it it took a long time to make that, and it's crazy. When he, and you're like, okay, cool, but he didn't have to wait that much. Fourteen years after he made that, made after. <laughs> yeah, you could have dropped that like about nine months later, man. <laughs> like that would have been fine. You know, I don't. Know. But he he obviously is on is on a journey of his life, which is different, right. and you can't really you can't really speak to that. I mean, that's he's got to be. You know, you have to respect him. For that and, and also it's great music but still it's not like it, he didn't have to, i don't mm-hmm. know it, it's it, certain records right like voodoo is like one in a million records where it would have to, you know they where it would take that long and you you and it makes sense you're like oh yeah this guy was this guy was searching right this thing and it's long there's a like that but um like it's like spirit of eden the Mm. That record, um, you know, things there. There's some records, John Hassel, something like that. But yeah, I feel. Anyway, are you familiar with Brock Hampton? No. This is another phenomenon. This, so there's a there's a forum on the internet called Kanye to the okay, 
and it's basically just like reddit or like any other forum but it's just all like the main principle is kanye and like most things talked about on there are about kanye but these kids from texas all met on there and then they just like moved to la and they released an album in june and then august and then another one this month and like all of them are incredibly critically acclaimed like they're very like people are already just fanatic about them and that like that's new like i've never seen something like that as long as i've been alive so it it is just like a constant like people are just always trying to break that like just immediately they just became huge and all they did was just meet online and then decide to put out three albums in half a year and people love it and it's like iconic and it's just crazy to me how easily like anybody has access to music and to putting themselves out there this is beautiful because this is, what this is what I'm interested in right now. It's exactly this thing because I think it's this social media driven thing. You, you know, like st- uh, Instagram stories and uh, uh, Snapchat and yeah. uh, all, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there was Vine, which went away, and then but then it turned into like Snapchat, right? And then the Instagram stories is kind of an offshoot of that. And then it's, it's all happens. What that really is. Is improvisation. That's people out in their lives, but but improvisation with your life, but documenting through mm-hmm. digital communication. It's it's amazing. I used to not understand it, and I still I don't use any of it. But I mean, I have an Instagram account which I use to post little things. But mm-hmm. very, I, I use it the most basic function of it. I never have made one of these stories, but I watch people's and I watch what people are doing, and I I don't I don't have Snapchat either, but but if you look at what it is, it's improvisation happening, and it goes away. So it's 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 like a sand painting. So if people make these things, and they spend you know, it's artistically, right. it's artistic in a way. Or they play. It's there's things that you're considering. There's design. I mean, this is sounding. You know what I'm saying? Though? This is yeah, I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying. Culture where where we're just looking at the culture, and we're just putting things together in interesting ways, like memes or that or whatever <laughs> it is. But it, what it's some of it is it seems like it's making us dumber, but there it's as a as a a rate like a species. But at the same time, some of it is is actually is actually conditioning our minds in new ways that most people don't tap into that on a regular like like a jazz musician. That's their whole life, right? Is, you know, is that's their whole life is conditioning that part of their brain to to be able to assimilate information and react to it on a dime and and actually respond to it in real time, externally, for other people to witness. That's cool. Now, people are starting to do that in their own ways with, let's say, social media. It sounds like it's nothing, but it's actually something, because then you take it one step further, and now we're in art, right? And you have a group like this who is going, who's, who's really just reacting to an energy of the moment, mm-hmm. and almost instantly, almost almost instantly, because it, it's, it takes longer because it's a larger, more complex body of work or way of work, uh, and they're they're reacting to to some to an energy and through expression. It's improvisation. It's so cool, and then you just start to create a, a flow of energy, a trend, uh, an exchange with people through whatever you know mode you've you've chosen and whatever platform you're. To, to to have this exchange and 
And you have something, something like this happen. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm all about it. That's my whole thing. Is that? It's sincerity, and it's it's you can definitely tell when it's like raw, pure, just like what you're saying. It, like it's cool going with the energy. It's almost like journalism or something. You know, we're, just, we're just documenting these moments, and it's not necessarily the obsession with creating something timeless is evaporating more, which I think is important because trying to make something timeless is a, is already, you're already going to fail. You've set yourself up to fail. Right. It's the stuff that is immediately potent to, to right yeah, now. Yeah, we are all about immediate gratification. Is, that is timeless. That, that, that's timeless. Now, not everyone has their own way of working, which is fine. Some people take 10 years to compose something be it a painting or a sculpture mm-hmm. or a, a, an essay or a novel or a movie or a song or whatever it is, but it takes them that long, and that's fine. You know, or a building, an architecture, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, but but it's not about trying to be timeless anymore. It's about just it's just about creating environments that speak to right now. And if, if you look at all the timeless work of the past, that's what the best of that was kind of operating on the same mm-hmm. uh, if, uh, rule book. And, like, you look at Picasso's sculptures, the dude was churning them out, <laughs> not working one second past the time it was re- required to, to express what he was trying to express right. with a certain piece. And moving on, you look at it, he's like, wow, this guy, is all, this is all just necessary. And then he did, there's nothing extra about this it's so raw and emotional you just had to you know and it's cool you can see it you can always see it and a lot of them there's it's prolific you see you get to you really get a, a thick slice of whatever he was dealing with at that time it's cool I, I love that I mean that's what I'm doing in a way with like my podcast like I don't I don't have like a goal like I'm just doing it. I'm just talking to people immediately now and then just like I a- after every single conversation I always feel better. Like I always feel like something. Like I just I just did something and I'm just doing that just to do it, you know? Like there's no there's no statistics I'm trying to go for or anything like that. I just I'm just doing it. That's the that's the thing. It's just more of that. If, if we're all doing that, we're we're onto something. <laughs> we're onto something. <laughs> well thank you man that was a good talk cool so that was it right that was the thing we just did the thing we just yeah <laughs> wait so you were recording that yeah I just recorded all that that's awesome that was cool man I think that was great <laughs> you, you touched on all the best stuff <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you feel that way definitely better than um the email interview we had a couple years ago where you answered like six questions. <laughs> but, oh, that was cool of itself. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, but like... It, See, that's, that is what it is. I mean, this is great because it's deeper now. Yeah, man. It's deeper now. There's more There's more to say. There's more going on. And, and we, we, yeah, it's cool. Talking is always good. Always. Well, yes, sir. 
I'm gonna go uh, edit this boy up, and hopefully we. Yo, can... I'm honored. I hope you leave in. I you, I hope you, you keep keep it somewhat raw because I really loved it all. I don't have any plans of. I have nothing I plan to edit out, so. Oh, that's awesome. I'll keep this. Um, I'll so keep this right now. You, got, you keep this right now. This is it <laughs> right here. This is the thing. I'm telling you. This is we're just. This is the juice at the bottom. The pan dripping at the bottom. <laughs> after you, uh, after you, you know you've. You've stuck on all the bones and all the marrow, and you've, you've gotten all this, the crispy skin, you know, and and, and the, you sopped it all up with the, the the sourdough or the whatever you were using, and this is like the the juice, the hand dripping at the bottom that you just want to just, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I totally <laughs> feel you. Do you? Yes. Have... <laughs> yeah, man. Do you have a message Excellent. that you want to leave? Or you just want to leave it at that? I mean, how many hours left? It's like 10 billion messages on your machine. <laughs> True that. That's it. And that kind of that kind of is a message in itself. I'm tapped. <laughs> and it's, I'm tapped and it's not even noon. <laughs> Over here in Los Angeles, at least. I'm at about 3 p.m., which is the, about midday for me. So, but I still got a whole day left. I'm still going to go do things. I'm still going to talk to other people. Good. Get out there. Keep it real. This was good, man. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thanks, Keaton. Yeah. Take it easy. Gotcha.